yeah. And where were you when I cried at night, waiting up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. couldn't sleep without you, thinking of all the times we shared. Mm-hmm. I remember when my heart broke. That's right. I remember when I gave up loving you, but my heart couldn't take no more of you. you. Was, I was sad and it. lonely. Sad and lonely. <laughs> Keisha Cole, ladies and gentlemen. Keisha. We want to thank Jay for filling in the gap, you know, as we are all <laughs> grieving the loss of the <laughs> verses between... Whoa, Ashanti grieving. grieving is a heavy word I'm not grieving at all but listen well, I was like, I was like, Ashanti whoa. and whoa. Keisha Cole <laughs> were unable to jo- ooh, join us <laughs> join us <laughs> for their versus battle Ver-Zeus. and we are I don't know I mean some of you guys are sad about it I wasn't affected but listen <laughs> we are keeping you in your prayers as you grieve during this difficult time um, Ashanti is not well and i hope that you are praying for her health no no i'm not laughing yes that. that's not funny we want her to get better mm-hmm. as soon as possible mm-hmm. um so that the girls can get back to scooting across the floor okay i am laughing at the memes though but we can talk about that in the trash for so. Shigadell, welcome <laughs> unto the kitchen table yet again for the last time in 2020 Ooh. jade and i are here to talk about the ghettos of adulting that last dance. that's right the last dance donna summer said last it chance. um yeah so we're talking about adulting the the ghettos the good the bad the ugly the test the trials the twist the turns the temptations otis and the taxes <laughs> of being a real live adult in the year of our lord 2020 we're circling the drain on 2020 y'all mm. and i for one mm-hmm. am glad about it okay and what I would like to happen, I need everybody to like take their shower heads off and treat this year like you treat your tub when you clean it with common. Lord. You know, you got to push that extra bit down the drain I with mean, that shower head because it just doesn't leave. You've got to, got to, we've just got to say good riddance unto one of the most, uh, trying years of my adult life Mm. i know i can say that with assurance but still in all despite all of that we are still here and we are very grateful for that we are excited so long farewell asvidas and good night that's right one of my jams i love that song um but yes we are glad to say goodbye we are looking forward unto 2021 Mm -hmm. um and we're glad that you came to kick it with us um on getting grown and uh yes. how you doing sis you know i'm good we just had um the dopest dinner uh party pickup mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh here in new york um so had a 30 minute time frame everybody came grabbed their dinners to go it was you know quick and dirty and i was very 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 happy to see all of the supporters, thank you all so much for coming out. I was inside a lot of the time trying to get things together as Santana would run stuff out, but it was successful. Very nice. And it seemed like everybody enjoyed themselves. We got a couple messages. Uh, Tara hit us, DJ Tara. She bought a ticket and she was like, uh, I wanted to take a picture, but I couldn't because mm-hmm. <laughs> I had held my food. <laughs> 
We did a wine braised, um, slow cooked beef, very, nice. very delicious over a over a root mash with like yucca and deliciousness. Uh, we did curried vegetables, fresh vegetables, farm fresh vegetables. We roasted them and then curried them with a delicious herb curry sauce. Um, sweet potato, pecan, uh, like praline tarts, mm. a, a coffee coquito, and a rosemary uh, pomegranate sang- spice sangria. So, you know, gave a little bag, some merch. It was a good time, Sounds but like. shout out to everybody who came. I almost, almost, <laughs> almost didn't make it. <laughs> Why? Because as I was pulling up, to the location where we would have everybody meet to pick up their dinners. They, I hear this nigga screaming down the street. Felix! Oh, that can't be good. <laughs> Felix! And he's, I mean, screaming. This nigga's like a half a block away, and this is like an avenue block. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, Lord, well, somebody's looking for Felix. But I said, let me just mind my business, That's got right out of right. my cab, Very got right. all my stuff together. You know I know how to act. That's right. So... Of course, the nigga pulls up to the building that I'm going to. And I was like, nah. <laughs> and he's on a bike. So he almost hits me with the bike. But I s- scooted real quick. And I said, well, he's not well. So I'm not even going to scream nothing about him riding no bike on the sidewalk. This nigga hops off the bike and then kicks it. I said, oh, crack. Crack is what you're mm. smoking. And it was. He was walking real fast. And he was looking for Felix. Felix came out of the building. And the young man's trying to talk to me, not in a not in a romantic way. He's just having conversation. How you doing tonight? I said, oh, I'm, I'm doing well. How are you doing tonight? How are you doing? I said, you know what? You need to go ahead and pull that mask up, young man, right up on over that nose. And he was like, you right. Respect, 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 respect. Oh, so Felix gosh. comes out the building and the young man, I hear the young man proceed to say, well, I was waiting for your bitch ass. And then he goes, oh, dear. Oh, dear. I just robbed the Dwayne Reed. Oh, oh. Sis, you have you got to get out of earshot. <laughs> you cannot I be. Said, you can't be not listening to this thing. No, nigga, I was where I was supposed to be. He wasn't. No. So the no, this so the so, <laughs> so the, the landlord comes to the door. <laughs> Felix comes out. The landlord comes to the door. The and it's it before he comes to the door. The nigga's like, and I hope you let me help you with your stuff. I said, no, no, no. You go have your conversation with Felix. You and Felix got things to talk about. I I'm good. I'm good. I promise. Yeah, I'm I good. I'm good. No, no, no. Over here, please, sir. Please. Let me help you. I said, no, no, no. I promise. I'm good, baby. COVID. Social distancing. Just no. Well, don't don't be uh, looking for that dreadhead landlord to be looking for, to be helping you out. <laughs> Next mm. thing you know, here comes the dread, the landlord. He pops up at the door to make sure I got in safely. He's like, "Don't let him in the building." I said, "I did not intend to." <laughs> Thank you so much. He just robbed the Dwayne Reed. He did. So I just want you all to know that my 2020 is ending the way that everybody else has started. Ooh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I'm by that. That just took a lot of me. It it was entertaining, but I just had to re- I had to maintain my I was like, all right, don't even don't even do no sudden moves because this nigga is on two hits right now. <laughs> so. That's craziness. That's nonsense. How are you, sis? What's going on with you? I I am just really just I'm okay. I'm doing all right, grateful. and I am grateful that mm-hmm. we are winding down this year. I'm I'm trying to I am anxiously. And intentionally looking for ways I can just kind of reset 
coming mm. off of the heels of Oof. a grueling Oof. work work year. <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna mm-hmm. it's not really a work week. It's like the whole this year, particularly at work, has been has been. I was gonna say particularly grueling. Like it's just mm-hmm. been nonstop. And I'm learning that there are some general, I feel like there are some generational divides around all of this online engagement that we are having. Oh, yes, there is. And it has been very challenging in navigating those uh, divides Mm. um, around Mm. like culture and what's acceptable and what's not. Um, And, you know, I've been working really hard and I think that we're just having some I'm just I'm dealing with some barriers in language and culture, cultural kind of things. Um, and I just really could use a, just a, a hard reset, get my mind back where it needs to be around my work and the way that I do it. Um, and I'm just hope, hoping that over the next couple of weeks, I can find some time to really do that. Um, you deserve sis. Yeah, I'm. I'm really trying. I'm feeling very. I know. Very I'm feeling very tried. Very tried. <laughs> no, I'm feeling I very know. tried. Very pulled. I'm feeling. I'm feeling pulled in various directions and feeling like you know hustling in reverse. I feel like I'm running in a tra- treadmill as fast as I can and not getting as far mm-hmm. as I would want to. Right. So it's just mm-hmm. like guys. But still, we're grateful for opportunity. And I think all of these experiences help us and challenge us and, uh, you know, equip us for the next season. And I'm learning. I'm learning a whole lot. I'm just, you know, a little tired of school at this point. But we're going to continue to press forward. We're going to listen. You are you're almost there. <laughs> and so it's going to be fine. I'm not in a corporate space. I understand the challenge. Mm-hmm. We did a we did a family Zoom. Mm. Uh, with my grandparents and my aunt, my great aunts and uncles and my great grandmother, my Nana, you know, so that a lot of her her, her grandkids, her great grandkids and her great great grandkids could see her. Um, and when I tell you these niggas kept starting like 15 minute Zooms, I, I was like, can you all stop? Can somebody please put on an unlimited Zoom? I am tired of logging in. Oh. You all are coming up with the dumbest passwords. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but I think a whole lot of that is, like, really real, right? So we're all being asked to engage in these virtual spaces. And, like, you know, virtual engagement requires different things, right? It does. And so, and it's hard to read nonverbals in the virtual space. Mm -hmm. And sometimes things are misconstrued or misunderstood. And it's just just challenging to, to kind of bump up against that on a day to day to day to day basis <laughs> but day we are day day. <laughs> we are ever grateful we think that and you know these 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 challenges are refining our practice and giving giving us the perspective that we need mm-hmm. to move forward and if i say that i want to be a communicator and to speak um to, to, you know, gaps in, in knowledge and understanding that I have to be able to kind of handle these things. So that's why I'm trying to tell myself that this is all as, as, as tiring and as frustrating as it can be. It is all going to be for my good eventually. Um, but still, that doesn't at all detract from the fact that I could use a nap. 
Um, I know that's right. But yeah, enough about me. Well, we got trash and we have, you know, uh, a good show to get into our final um, show of the year. Yeah, we'll be doing so, a reprise uh, episode yeah. next week. And then Getting Grown is going to be taking the week of Christmas off as well as, well, I guess next week is the week of Christmas. But then I guess the two mm-hmm. weeks following that, we will be yes, we will be off so that we might be able to kind of get a, a, a break in mm-hmm. um, and turn things around. And we'll be back, well, was it January 11th? 12th. 12th. We'll be back on the 12th. For sure. Um for you all with some new heat, new Monica, mm-hmm. and new guests. Can't wait. We have some fun guests it's gonna be a time. for 2021. So, uh, But let's go ahead and get into this show. Let's head on over to this basura. Let's do it. Oh, it's our final trash of the year. Oh, boy. I'm so excited. Let's <laughs> do it. There will be two weeks where I don't have to look <laughs> at any of this shit. So very nice. But um, what I will not be, what we will not be talking about, was that that fucking protest or whatever you all want to call that that rap, rabble rouse in uh, <laughs> D.C. with we them. We will not. We won't be talking about that. That's I'm not actually, be talking about. It. I'm, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not going to be talking about that. Because for what? I like why you know. No. Two of them got stabbed because of their foolishness, and all I got to say to that is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we will talk about is a continuation from last week. Oh boy! Oh baby! The most polite way I have ever heard somebody to say, "Keep my name out of your mouth." Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Auntie Dion with her drunk ass oh, is boy. still online. We can just always giving count us. on her. Can we not? We okay. can. Giving us gems, clicking them dentures, and just <laughs> like giving us flowers. We are just so excited. And SNL actually paid a little tribute to her this week. Did they? Um, they did. They had uh, this young lady represent auntie dion uh she played auntie dion in her own rendition of a talk show but it was mimicking her her new twitter and her new videos and things and it was incredible she called they had somebody play billy eilish and she called them william eyelash and i about (laughs) lost i about lost my mind but this is not about that snl skit if you've not seen it go look it up this is about the fact that uh, apparently Wendy Williams has a beef with Dion. Again, they're always, it's always something with those two. Right. I did not know that. Oh, God. And so Dion, I'm looking, Dion says on her Twitter, a friend alerted me <laughs> <laughs> that Wendy Williams was spending a lot of not nice time speaking on me. I tuned into her show to catch the last few minutes of her speaking about me. And as in the past, she seems not to be able to speak without maliciously made comments. Mm. My hope is my name will refrain from being spoken or thought of by her as this conversation was held a few years ago, letting her know that there was nor would be any need for her to say the name Dion Warwick for any reason. I don't believe one has to be mean to get noticed. That's right. 
So Auntie Dion told Wendy, uh, bitch, keep my name out your motherfucking mouth. Very plainly, <laughs> very directly, very succinctly. She said, uh, and I would appreciate it. <laughs> I just love it. I just love, I love uh, well articulated and well executed shade. Yes. Oh, so much. So it is that SNL skit. She gave she gave her phone to somebody who's supposed to play one of them young people. And she was like, can you unlock my phone? I'm trying to do a clap back. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do without Dion? What I don't we do? know, but she is a gem. And I'm sorry she took so long to oh. get here. <laughs> Twitter has been needing Dion for a long time now. We really have. It's been, in most of 2020, he have. But she got on. In the, but, you know, we, you, we know what she was doing the rest of 2020, what the rest of us was doing. Listen, drinking. Listen. So, <laughs> um, as we spoke about a bit in the intro, Keisha Cole and Ashanti. My Lord. We're supposed to have a Verzus battle. Verzus. And it got postponed mm. slash, I don't know, possibly canceled. Not quite sure. Uh, the first one to be canceled wait no mm. teddy riley and face got postponed. they got postponed but they did actually end up doing it yeah we'll see what happens with this one um so ashanti has covid that's right uh, she was traveling she was in south africa a few days before the battle um i'm just trying to figure out why y'all keep trying to do these battles in person you know, I think that initially, uh, right, so with the, the very first one, I don't know what the first one was, but when we think back to Teddy Riley and Babyface, they were not in the same place. But as they weren't, as the, the battles have evolved over time, they have become these kind of in-person productions. Um, yes. Culminating with the, with, the, with the Jeezy and Gucci Man uh, battle oh. that ended in, in, a, in a full-on. Violently. Ended, ended somewhat violently, but I was saying it also ended with a full-on uh, night at the club. Like, it was like a full event. Dude. It was a full-on party, um, which to me, which which is the absolute antithesis of, of what uh, versus was, was like, you know, the original intention behind the, the versus battles. Um, so we have... Uh, we have come full circle because Ashanti was saying on her social media... That she was down to do it from her house. And it didn't seem like that was well received or received at all. Um, oh. So, you know, this is the thing. And I say this with love. I mentioned, I did a little something on my stories about it because I don't really know. I don't follow Ashanti. I have to be honest. I don't follow her. But just a quick peruse of her social media platforms, you know, you know, indicate that she's been out and about. The, your girl's been traveling internationally, domestically. Um mm-hmm. And there's lots and lots of pictures and photos and videos of her mm-hmm. engaging during the last few months without a mask or any sort of protective uh, um, coverings. And, mm. you know, I'm not saying that, that she went out and intentionally got COVID. I don't believe anybody does that. And I'm not saying that she deserves this at, at, any, at any rate. Um, but it's just, it's really, to me... You know, and she said in her video, she was like, I never thought in a million years that I would get COVID. And it was like, well, it didn't seem like you was doing anything to, to not get it. <laughs> but um, oh. I don't want to be, I mean, and I say that, you know, it's all love here. Um, but at the same time, I just want us all to just take this as seriously as possible. And I know that, 
you know, this is a message that we keep keep saying, but it just bears repeating. It's like, guys, we have got to be vigilant about mitigating all risk of of contracting the virus. Um, And, you know, we've all gotten, we're all exhausted of all of these measures and things that we have to take. We're sick of it. I'm sick of it. Leaving my mask in the car, having to wash my hands every time I blink, it seems like, you know, but at the same time, I'm doing all that I can. And I mean, with that, there's still no guarantee that I won't get it. But I know, um, you know, for me, that helps me know that I'm doing my part and really sort of trying to get this thing under control because because of Thanksgiving, um, you know, things are worse than what they were before. And I don't know. We just are not heading in in the right direction. And I don't want to lecture anybody. I'm just saying. No, and I'm not trying to. I know you. I I had to do a um, like a work collaboration um, with uh, a store in Soho, um, in the Johnny Walker exhibit, and they said, you know, we you have to come into the store and do a live, and show the store, and then you know get your bottle and go. So I really sat there with my. I was like, uh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it is work. I was like, but I don't want to look irresponsible. So I asked them, you know, if I could come not too long before the store closes when there's not too many people in there. Um, and they were like, yeah, not a problem. I was like, I'm not going to bring anybody with me and I'm going to double mask up. And I did what I needed to do for work, but I felt I felt kind of strange about it, you know, because I was like, I don't want to set a poor example. Um of looking like an asshole. Like I, you know, I'm out here just not giving a fuck about COVID or mm-hmm. anybody else. So it's just a hard uh, space to navigate right now and try to figure out. For and sure. so like he has said, we're not here to pass no judgment. However, you know, you can't just be out here like cheese, nigga. I'm at the events and I'm in Dubai and I'm here and I'm there. And then be like, I never thought I'd get COVID. Right. Right. Well, I don't. I mean, nobody I wants how. it. I don't. I mean, no. I can't even say I never thought I get COVID. I think I have COVID every day. But, but Facts. I smell my weed every morning just to everything. see if I can smell. I am literally <laughs> ridiculous. Like I just will, and it'll be so random. Like it will be so random. I will just make sure that I haven't lost any sense of, of any of my senses, or that, I, and I randomly take my temperature. Like I just. I just want to be as diligent as possible, not only yeah. to make sure that I'm safe, but I don't want to be the cause of anyone else being ill. No, um, that's the one right there. Yeah. I don't want it, but I damn sure don't want to be the reason to give it to nobody else. That ain't the one right. or the two. So, so I don't know. All that to say, I, I for one, I'm not uh, too terribly hurt that the <laughs> battle didn't happen. No, um, speedy recovery, Ashanti. But, but I, and you I know. but I totally, totally, and I mean that being aside, that all that being aside, like like you said, says this was not me wagging my finger at Ashanti um, at all. But this was just like Mm-mm. you know, just a reminder because it it made me like even look at myself. Like we have got to do better. Like excuse me, all of us. But I'm wagging my finger the fuck at Atlanta, and I don't care Ooh, <laughs> who feels away. I know we got friends in Atlanta who wagging their finger at Atlanta. They're like, exactly. nigga, we can't leave the house. Period. So like, scary. we're going to die. It's terrible. It's, it's so terrible. Scary. It's so scary. But yes, guys, be careful. And, you know, all prayers to Ashanti and whomever else may have been impacted. Um, but yeah, all prayers to her and praying for her recovery. And I really hope that you don't like try to rush back 
um, before you should for a versus battle no. sis. Just lay down, okay? Just lay yeah. down until you are clear of the virus and are not no longer a risk to yourself or anybody else. Them songs not going nowhere, okay? Thank you. <laughs> and if you miss and because we all missed the verses honestly i think we got a bit of a better show the young man who you all have been seeing i do not know his name right off of mighty morphin i, I can't remember <laughs> what? what his name is but he is doing these he is doing these like mashups you've seen him a lot on twitter he's doing these mashups marquis um the mark i marquis man no. the little the the little light skinned one who be I don't like know what he looks like. He did like Rihanna and Luther Vandross, and it oh, was everything. Oh yes, 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 yes. I don't know what his you name see. is, but I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Morpheus, maybe it's I can't. Well, anyway, um, he did a little DJ set, and he's not a DJ, and he made it quite clear he is a film editor and producer. Uh, but he did a little DJ set um at in lieu of the verses being post canceled very nice and uh it was amazing and it just kept getting better and better and better his mashups are incredible he did mashups of keisha cole and ashanti songs that we never knew we needed i mean truly very, i never knew good. we did <laughs> so, that's the kind of carrying on that we need really. that's what we needed as a people he brought back like those early times of quarantine when everybody was losing their minds but the dj sets were saving you know saving lives yes Last night, the DJ saved my life. So um, that was that. Okay, mm-hmm. so the first COVID vaccine has been administered here oh. in the United States um, to a nurse. I thought it. I thought okay. So other people. I thought there were. I thought there were people in the DMV area that had participated in a trial. But this is not the trial version. This is like the official tissue. Apparently, this is the first vaccine. Okay. And the nurse is black. Hmm. Hmm. You know, I'm not trying to, like, you know, I don't, I'm I, I'm not trying to shiri, y'all. <laughs> I'm not trying to, uh, because shiri, she came out, she came out, her, that video was, whoo, child of the ghetto. I'm not trying to shiri, y'all. I'm not saying, not, this is not an anti-vaxxer anything. I just find it quite interesting. You know, I'm not trying to Dr. Umar y'all either, mm. but I do find it quite interesting that it's a black nurse. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But mm. hopefully, they said that, you know, hopefully this is this is uh this is according to the root. Hopefully it's the beginning of the end, you know. I'm sh- there were many others who felt the way that I felt and they expressed even more so. You know, because they weren't talking on podcasts and things. And, um, you know, they was like, oh, it's got to be a black nurse. And why they got to take a picture of her? And da da da. Now, I'm sure the lady, you know, she, she knew, she knew, she knew what this was. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, like, let's be honest. She knew exactly what was getting ready to happen. Mm-hmm. She knew getting the picture put out there. She knew it was about to happen. However, I just find, y'all knew, like, y'all knew, like, what are y'all, Y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all know, y'all know what y'all doing. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Well, mm. that's all I have to say about that. Mm. Right. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Government. You slick, not slick bastards, you. Uh, 
So the Cleveland Indians are getting their name changed. Hallelujah. We don't know what it's Okay, let me tell you something. I think what since 1901 uh so they are I don't know what the new name is going to be. I don't think it's been revealed, but they are officially changing the name. I believe in 2022. So that announcement should be made soon. Um, but they are officially getting rid of the the logo mm-hmm. and you know they have to change all the copyrighted material and all of that and let and the Caucasians with the caucasity are upset. I'm sure they are. They always are. Yeah. When are they not? They're gonna lose. When are they not upset? Lose fans. Half the fan base is gonna be mm, gone. I'm girl. like so I doubt that very seriously, but whatever. Whatever y'all need. Guess it's not about the baseball, huh? Mm-mm. But we know. But I just found I'm I'm glad and I can't wait for the Redskins to follow suit. They did already. Um, did they already change the so what's yeah, it's the name? The Washington Red the Washington football team or something like that. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> wait. Washington like Red weeks ago. I'm, I thought that you I thought we I talked didn't. about it. Did we? You know. I get high. Uh what are they now called? The Washington Red Hawks. Nah. They're not no, the Red Hawks. It is the, the Washington football team or something like that. Yeah, Washington football team. They are playing. They are first in the NFC East Conference right now. That's what their name is. Washington football team. Washington football team. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's way better. I'm not. No, because you laughed just that's like that. Way better. They <laughs> that's why I don't know why you don't remember this. But yes, I don't, that's what the I name is. I don't remember is. this at all. <laughs> Woo, a profesh. Uh, well, <laughs> well, there's that. Now the Indians have fallen suit, and I can't wait to see what they're going to call themselves. Oh it's not going to be the Cleveland baseball team. I promise you that, but we'll see. Um, and that's all I got for the trash. I don't. I saw something about some Tracy Braxton and Tamar fighting, but I feel like tomorrow oh, is tomorrow is Tuesday, and like you know, what? I didn't. Okay, well, I felt okay. Like fist fighting. I don't know. No, nah, like, but you know they fight. You know they do always what they fighting. Do. Okay, fine. You know they always they always. So, um, but we have shout outs to get to, so let's do that. <laughs> My sister's popping right now. Like. All right, so um, we're actually gonna do an email and just we Key and I don't do a, a lot of. Uh, I think we've said it before. We don't do like a lot of GoFundMe's and things like that, just because a lot of times it's hard to verify you know, the, the original sources, unless we absolutely, we'll do it if we absolutely know or, you know, feel really compelled. But it's hard to, to, to verify, you know, credible sources and things like that. And we don't ever want to put things out there for people to get their money scammed. So, but um, we did get one today that uh, I thought would be good to read. I thought it would be good to actually amplify this. And it, I've looked into it and it seems very credible. So, um, our listener says, hi, Jade and Kia. Um, hi. This young mother named Nikita was hit by a pickup truck in a crosswalk in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, while crossing with her three-year-old son. Aww. Her son was not harmed, but she was pinned to a stone barrier until help arrived. The driver, a young uh, NYU student, was charged with reckless driving and drug possession. She has had to have multiple surgeries and had part of her leg amputated as half her body was crushed. Oh, wow. Her friends are organizing a fundraiser to support her recovery and rehabilitation. There's also a petition to press the city to make this particular crosswalk safer. Turns out this particular crosswalk has had accidents like this before. And it has, um, as I was looking into it, 
And so we'll post the donation link in the description box. Um, they've almost reached their goal, but we wanted to try to help amplify so that they can meet that goal. For sure. Uh, and we want to thank Taylor for writing in to let us um, to let us know about this story and alert us to it. Um, so I thought this would be nice to share. You know, as we're entering the holiday season, she is a young mother, um, and you know, I, I really, I really pray that she's able to get all of the surgeries that she that she needs to try to get to the best recovery as possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's it for our shout out. So make sure if you are interested in donating, um, please check out the link will be in the description box and we can move along to our kitchen table talk. Sounds good. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Our families trust us to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know that I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment and home that we can all enjoy. That is why I trust Clorox regular bleach by mixing one third cup of Clorox regular bleach with one gallon of water when used as directed on hard non-porous surfaces. It kills 99.9% .9 of all germs and bacteria on a variety of surfaces. From our kitchen floors to the counters to bathroom tubs uh, to, of course, laundry wipes. I know that I can count on Clorox disinfecting products to give myself and my family the best home that we all deserve. You know, I got little people in the house and the world is nasty. nasty. So I love Clorox. Besides the fact that I was raised on it. That's right. Uh, we were all raised on it. Sis, you were raised on it. It's a rites of passage, really. Okay, truly, especially to being a black woman, I'm just saying. For real. Um, they didn't include that part. I did. But we were all raised on Clorox, and I put it in my mop water. There's always a little in my dishwater, okay? <laughs> Save your judgment. <laughs> I wipe our services down in our car, our st our steering wheel handles, our gear shift, everything. I'm Door wiping knobs, it down with Clorox wipes, doorknobs, stair railings. Yes, all communal surfaces and spaces. Everything, honey, <laughs> everything that I possibly can. And of course, my whites. My whites pop because of Clorox. Listen. My colors pop because of Clorox With, color tape. That's bleach. right. And everything is disinfected. And that's the main part. When it counts, trust Clorox. What a year 2020 has been. Woo, child. If the holiday season is feeling less like the cherry on top and more like the straw that broke the camel's back, San Velo can help. Whether it's stress, anxiety, depression, or just general, make this year stop, honey. Sanvelo has, has the tools to help you feel better. Get teletherapy, coaching, self-care, peer support, step-by-step -step guided journeys, and more all in one app. Plus, your Sanvelo journey is customizable to you. Sanvelo checks in with how you're feeling so you can track your emotions and your progress over time. And learn what works for you and what doesn't. You can think of Sanvelo as a place to feel better anywhere, anytime. Plus, it's covered by insurance for over 40 million Americans, and that number is growing. Get your free premium access to all self-care content and a trained mental health coach for two weeks by visiting sanvelo.com grown. Get the support you deserve on your mental health journey. Sanvelo, 
a place to feel better, 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 better. All right. Um, we are back again um, around the kitchen table. And really quickly to wrap up the year, we just thought we would talk about some things we've learned, things that 2020 mm-hmm. has taught us, um, and potentially some of the things that we may be looking forward to in the coming year. Um, so I'm going to ask you first, is, is there a particular lesson that you feel like you have learned um, you know, throughout the course of this year. Yes, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we always, Kia says it best, but we, you know, on the show, adaptability is the currency of adulting, right? Mm-hmm. So I think one of the lessons I've pulled away from this year is that sometimes the light at the end of the tunnel is a train, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes that train isn't there to, flatten your entire existence is there to take you to the next to the next stop for sure so you know that's you know i'm just trying to take one of them cliche things because it is you know oh there's light at the end of the tunnel and the other people you know you got the pessimists the cynical people like myself who are like yeah bitch it's here to run me the fuck over that is a choo choo <laughs> train but that's not always the case you know i had big plans for myself for for 2020 and i realized if those big plans would have come to fruition i wouldn't have been ready for them <laughs> And so 2020 has been a really great time for me to take that time and really kind of, and I know I've said this before, but it has been helpful in helping me to kind of get things in place that are going to set me up for even greater success going forward, you know, down to very small things, getting financial things in place, you know, working on credit and working on um, savings and working on, um, you know, taxes and just trying to make sure that everything is aligned working with a financial analyst and all of that to make sure all of my stuff is where it needs to be so that I can have as smooth as smooth of a time working as you possibly can uh, without you know those extra hiccups so outside of that and just preparation and different things like that it's really been uh, very instrumental in helping me to kind of organize my life and get to a place where I would have been trying to organize my life and go, go, go had this year been like, you know, all the previous years. Mm-hmm. So it was a necessary time. What about you? Um, similarly, I've learned that sometimes, you know, you have to slow down in order to really speed up. Um, mm-hmm. There's value in uh, stopping. There's value in, um, you know, taking time to kind of reevaluate, reassess and um, <clears throat> revise your plan of action mm-hmm. moving forward. Um, and there is a, um, there is, you know, I've, I've learned the value of silence and stillness. I've learned, mm-hmm. I've learned to appreciate and value my own company I've learned um, 2020 has been really, really good about me really, uh, really understanding the importance of boundary setting um, in all areas of my life. And, um, you know, just the discipline of having, adding structure. I think being forced to kind of do everything from one place, right? Having to work from home and like live at home and manage your home and, and all of that. Um, 
you you learn that you know you have to really be disciplined around adding structure because if you're not careful you know time will get away from you Mm -hmm. um or you will find yourself um uh you know mismanaging the time that you have um so this time this year has really taught me about that in addition to like you said just really uh, adjusting and adapting when things don't work out as you've planned i also learned the value that you can't plan everything um, there's no there's no uh even with all of our to-do lists and calendars and schedules life has a way of you know presenting something that will that will be that won't be on your radar at all there's no way that you could have ever anticipated that you would have to face or deal with some things and you have got to be light on your feet um mm. you've got to learn the art of the pivot and you got to find a way to kind of keep it moving um, but maybe not at the same same pace, right? So it's not about just getting back to this sense of normalcy, but it's also ca- taught me to really interrogate normal, like in- interrogate mm-hmm. what that really means and if that's really what I want. So I've I've come to really value all the time that I've had to really think about my life and my practice and the way that I do things and think about whether or not some of my patterns and habits are really serving me and serving my life and getting me toward the life that I want, um, whatever that is. So yeah, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about myself and it hasn't been easy or particularly enjoyable, (laughs) but there will be seasons of life that you don't have the time of your life. Um, and guess, Mm. I guess during, and that's just par for the course, but I've also Mm -hmm. really learned the magnitude of being grateful and how gratitude is such um, an amazing way to kind of reset your perspective and get you back into a place of, of, of positive thought when you find yourself wavering or worrying, um, wavering in your faith or worrying yourself to death. So, so Mm. it's been, it's been a a long ride, a bumpy ride. Um, but I've learned lots. And like you said, I definitely um, believe that it will, you know, it, it all works together. It's all a, a part of the process of making me who I'm, whoever it is I'm supposed to be in this world, in this life. Um, oh, that's racist. So are, is there, are there any, is there anything that you are looking forward to? In the coming year, <laughs> anything at all? Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the coming year is going to bring. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's going to be a different year. Uh, it's still a penny. I mean, 2021 or 2020, a penny still happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I do look forward to, uh, whew, as much as I don't really trust these people, I do look forward to an administration change just because um, it'll be nice to not be the complete laughing stock of all of the world. Um, and to also, um, I know we're always in constant danger, but you know, it was just like extra gravy on top of it with this administration. <laughs> so it'll be nice to not have that. Uh, and I think I'm just looking forward to seeing how this year 
of sitting down somewhere um, uh, motivates and, and, and kind of builds and sees what comes from that, from that sitting down and how we're going to navigate having this type of year, how it's going to make bigger changes in the future for how we move in the world to try to make for some, you know, some more success. Success does not necessarily mean financial or whatever. It could be humanity or what have you. I just, I'm looking forward to seeing what, um, what this time is brewing and breeding, if that makes any sense. Uh, agreed. I mean, it does, it does make a lot of sense. Cause I honestly, my prayer going into next year is that, um, that creativity, new ideas, new, um, revelation, new insight, new purpose, new perspective is birthed from all of this crazy. I'm yeah, praying that exactly. all, all of the, all of the things that we've seen and learned doesn't, you know, actually I'm praying that it doesn't put us back to where we are satisfied with the norm or the way things mm. have always been done. Um, mm -hmm. I think this year has taught us that a lot of our conventions and traditions and former ways of thought are inadequate and outdated. <laughs> mm. And we got, and we have a lot of work to do around really, um, and th thoughtfully building a world, building a life, um, that, you know, matches some of the things that we say that we value and hold dear. Yes. And so I'm, yes. I'm looking forward to how that makes manifest in the earth. I'm looking forward to continuing to grow in my, in, in the discipline in my life. Like, you know, I want to, I want to cultivate better practices in my life and I want to, to, to really put myself to the test of, of developing new patterns, new behaviors, new habits, breaking old patterns, unlearning old things, and really trying to live better, live higher, live with more peace um, mm -hmm. and more contentment and with like, you know, operating under the discipline of hope. I believe that hope is a discipline. I believe it's something that you have to to practice it's not something that you just have and hold on to but you have to really kind of build a muscle around it and so that is that is my hope I'm hoping to I mean my prayer is to grow in faith continue to grow in insight and knowledge and be better be more skilled work and operate with more excellence um and I really want to learn how to have like real joy and 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 expectation and um to believe that my myself and my life are worthy of the things that I I desire. Um, mm -hmm. Continuing to work um, on, you know, in therapy and just in in my relationships and just generally just moving forward. I don't have any sort of I don't have a checklist of things I'd like to accomplish or things I'd like to do, I think I want to kind of embody, I want to live differently. And um, I don't know if that translates into like vision boards and, uh, you know, the, the list of, of short and long-term goals that ministry. we're, <laughs> um, the sh list of sh the short-term goals that we are 
long and short-term goals that we're accustomed to making. But I want to, um, I want to try to, I want to try to, you know, get some of, continue to work some of my inside stuff. Like some of the, I want, mm-hmm. I want to be less stressed. Mm-hmm. I want, I don't want the things that bother me now to bother me in the same mm-hmm. ways this time next year. Um, so that's a word trying to grow and trying to live higher and healthier and happier. So it, yes, what you gonna say? I love it. No, um, no, I, I was, I, I'm, I'm affirming and just, you know, Willow Smithing over here. That's all. <laughs> yes, Ibobo. Um, I know a lot of you all have had a really hard year. A lot of us have had a really hard year, some more than others. Um, and so, you know, I just want to leave you with some wise words, some comforting words from... Um, a music group. Oh Lord, have mercy. By the name of Soul to Soul. Oh God. And they just told you all to keep on <laughs> moving. Don't, Don't stop. stop. <laughs> like the hands of time. Click clock, find your own <laughs> way to stay. The time will come one day. <laughs> and we're just going to end it there. I would love that. I love that. I love that. I wanted to ask you one thing. Give me one thing before we end it right there, though, because that was a great okay. ending. But I want one thing that you accomplished this year. Just give me one thing that you accomplished this year. That's something that you are proud of yourself for getting oh, done. Oh, man. Uh, I accomplished some consistency this year. Right. Um, that is an accomplishment to me. I know towards the end of the year, the cocktails fell off a little bit but it wasn't because I wasn't being because it was because I was started because of the consistency I started picking up other work so <laughs> which is the goal you know what I'm saying so I, but I I was able to uh come out with the cocktails in La Casa as you all have seen and it's been really great it's led to some really uh wonderful partnerships and also future work coming and um it's been able to like I love the fact that I'm able to give that little piece to those who have been supporting me and then I've got it turned around and I've got those supporting me on Patreon. You know what I'm saying? So it's been dope to to be able to build that that little element which leads to to more opportunity and so forth going in the future, which is the ultimate goal and, you know, trying to establish your own business and and do something with yourself. So I um yeah, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of being able to do that. And like, even on the days when I did not want to, <laughs> I was like, all right, we're going to make this cocktail. And I know this is going to be a highlight for the week, especially, you know, while we're all living in a very special year. So I'm proud of that. What about you? I'm proud of that, too, for you. I'm very proud Thank of that. You, sis. Um, and I definitely see that and I applaud that. Um, so I want to acknowledge that as well. Um, I receive it. I have, uh, you know, this year I'm very proud of, you know, I've always kind of looked outward toward like, you know, think thought of productivity in terms of like deliverables and items that I have produced, whether it be like number of papers, number of op-eds, number of whatever. Um, And while Mm -hmm. that has been a thing, right, thankfully I've had some opportunities to kind of, you know, publish and, and I've had some keynotes some been able to be a part be on some stages uh you know and share um that and it is the goal because that's something that I want to continue to learn to grow and do 
Mm-hmm. I think more more than than looking at those kind of external um, products of my work, I can say that I have have grown certain skills and gotten better at doing things in my life, in my practice that mm-hmm. have kind of improved the quality of my life. So I've gotten better at articulating, like recognizing what my needs are and articulating them. I've gotten better at, um, you know, knowing myself, learning myself, being gracious to myself, not being so hard on myself, using nicer language um, and, and being more flexible with my expectations of, of myself. Now, I'm not saying that I'm completely healed, but I just think <laughs> I'm saying that I am seeing growth and progress um, in these areas in my life. And before now, I wasn't even paying attention to whether or not I was, I was doing. It was just kind of something that was, you know, a habit. And it was just kind of my way of operating in the world. But I, got, I became conscious of the ways that that was not serving me and have been working to change it. And I am very proud of myself for that. I'm proud of you. I've said, I keep telling you, I'm seeing it. And I see you doing your work. <laughs> it is manifesting through your energy, how, just everything. And I like, I see it and I'm so proud of you for it. And I'm happy for you because I know you feel good. Yes. And I'm very grateful. God has given me a lot of uh, blessings and he has given me the skill and capacity and wisdom and insight and know-how. And he's just been, we've been on a journey, he and I, with my therapists and friends and working through things and I'm just grateful to him because he is he's so good okay he is. <laughs> get your gospel on it has definitely been a spiritual year Listen. for certain as well um in whatever capacity that comes for you it has been a, a so you have had to call movement. on somebody this year <laughs> okay <laughs> somebody somebody you, <laughs> you have to find it somewhere oh i got a whole gang gang back here but you know <laughs> what i'm saying like it is it's i'm i'm really happy for you for that and i and i you know that is a a faith assuring um that's a faith assuring thing when you're able to work through and continue to work through things that are su- such big challenges. So I'm really proud of that for you. Same these. You guys let us know. Send us an email. Let us know something that you yeah. are, you, you're proud of yourself for accomplishing. Or if you'd like to share something that you're looking forward to in 2021. Um, or a lesson that you've learned during the ghettos of 2020. We would love to hear it all from you. Um, That's the first episode. For sure. Coming bike. Yeah, let us know. Um, and we'll share them. And that'll be an awesome way for us to hold each other accountable um, mm-hmm. um, around making sure that we're continuing to maintain these healthy practices as we move forward. Um, and we can celebrate, right? We, it's important for us to celebrate the accomplishment uh, of surviving this year. So even if you don't have anything that you feel like you have, you know, produced or put out or worked on the fact that you have made it unto this date is, is a, mm, mm. An, a accomplishment. Cause uh, okay. <laughs> millions of people didn't make it. Um, yeah. So I'm grateful yeah. that you all are, that you're all here. We're all here and we're looking mm. forward to whatever it is uh, that is in store for us in 2021. Um, and we are, I will say I, I am, I'm praying that, you know, 
will continue to have safety and success um, in whatever and in whatever we our hands find to do in 2021 and that we will be able to you know have peace and productivity um, and safety in this mm. cold cruel world hallelujah oh my god <laughs> Yes. Okay. So shout out to Shangela. So yeah, make sure you all are writing it to Gay Grow. I love her so much. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> make sure you're sending your um all of that to getting grown podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear about lessons you've learned, goals you got, all everything Kia said. Go ahead and rewind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Talk we have me. We have a couple uh, a couple honesty boxes. We're going to go ahead and get two of them in okay. for this last episode of the year. Excuse me, second to last, as there will be a reprise. Tune in. Okay. Right. So please don't forget to do that. Let's head over. 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 Get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door with HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit okay and not number two mm -hmm. hello fresh lets you skip those trips to the supermarket and makes home cooking easy fun and affordable you'll save 40 percent when you use hello fresh versus shopping at the supermarket and they offer convenient no contact delivery to your doorstep and easy recipes with simple steps and pictures to guide you along the way HelloFresh is the first global carbon neutral meal kit company. So by skipping our grocery store and using HelloFresh, you're reducing your food waste by at least 25%. Over 90% of ingredients are sourced directly from growers to ensure peak flavor and ripeness. So you can make meals that are delicious and nutritious. HelloFresh Hello <laughs> offers more than 20 chef-crafted delicious options every week, including 20-minute meals, low-calorie, vegetarian, kid-approved recipes, I can attest, and more. I think that pretty much sums up why I love HelloFresh, but I'm going to go ahead and expound just a little bit. I am constantly working. You all know that. You know, that's never changed. And so being able to throw together dinner in like 20 to 30 minutes, 30 minutes for some recipes, 20 for some when you need some that are extra quick has been absolutely incredible. I saw on the website, because it happened to be one of ours, one of the top recipes of the year, a Hall of Famer, are the Tex-Mex pork enchilada bowls with salsa mexicana and spice crema. And let me tell you something. You... Ooh, mm, it's got lunch. It's got just touch of flavor. I, 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 I eat it for lunch. I'm mm. able to have leftovers because my husband doesn't eat pork. But that's never a problem <laughs> because there's vegetarian options. Sometimes we get fish. Sometimes if he can't eat it, I get to eat it all by myself. <laughs> but most importantly, it saves me time. You all know I'm down with all things sustainable. We're, we recycle big in this household. And so being able to have my prepackaged ingredients, not have too much waste, and everything delivered to my door to make everything safe, it just, it's moi. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 80grown and use code 80grown to get $80 off, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 80grown and code 80grown for $80 off, including free shipping. If you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you need to take action. Help fight off high interest credit card debt with Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. 
Upstart is completely online and makes it fast and simple to check your rate. If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash grown to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash grown. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Full amount, full amount, full amount, full amount. Honestly, truly. All right. We're in the Casa of Honesty. (laughs) And um, I, again, we want to do two honesty boxes this week. Uh, I chose these because they are very different um, with a similar underlying maybe something or other anywho uh would you like to give our first listener a pseudonym she is she identifies as she uh solange solange Mm -hmm. solange says jade and kia and kia and jade oh Oh, my god okay hey all right you ready (laughs) you already okay I am in serious need of some sisterly love. I've been take I've been listening for years and taking notes. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry for the long email. I look forward to hearing back even if I don't make it to the honesty box. I love y'all like I know y'all and that means a lot when you have no friends and a fucked up family. Oh, Solange. Solange. Okay. Long story short, I'm still messing with the trash ass old nigga and I don't want to have his baby. Mm. Going into the relationship, he told me he had four kids, found out it's actually five, and his ex-wife was due to give birth again. I stayed because I thought it was love, and he had me digmatized into believing love conquers all, despite love fucking me over. Sadly, the baby passed after about a year of life. When I was 19 and he was 29, I got pregnant while in my second year of college. At the time, we shared a little apartment in the deepest woods of the Whites uh, that he picked out due to not trusting me living on campus. Yet he was Hmm. using my truck and my money to buy his kids diapers and food and take them to the doctor. So when he found out I was pregnant, he wanted the baby since he had just lost one. I told him after we first go serious that I'm pro-choice on the matter and women should be able to do what's best for, for them. My choice was abortion. He jumped out in traffic from my moving truck and took off down the street in a rage. And I took my ass back to school. Afterwards, he called my mother, my grandparents, and all my cousins who hadn't shunned me for messing with his ass to tell them I was pregnant and trying to abort his baby. I was mortified. I packed a bag and tried to leave for school, leave for school when he choked me. After making it a- away, I ran to the nearest gas station, backpack purse, and snotty nose to call for a ride because he snapped my cell in half. He stormed in and told the cashier that my people were on the way and going to shoot up the place. Of course, the white woman was terrified and called the police. I sat in a cop car until my cousins came and listened to him, listened to them tell two white officers that I was trying to have an abortion. The story gets worse from there, but I ultimately, but ultimately I made my way to the clinic and had a medical abortion in the community bathroom of my college dorm alone. Oh my God. Oh my, oh God. It was the lowest point of my life and I never regretted it. After that, he told me that uh, getting on birth control meant I was a whore and needed protection from all the other niggas I was having sex with. And the fact that my mom suggested it made him tell me I can't think for myself. Still, I stayed and didn't get on anything for the sake of our relationship. Fast forward four years and I'm 23. He's 33. 
I moved back in with my mom and spent the night with him and spend the night with him occasionally. In the heat of a good in my purse session, he claims I told him to have a good time inside of me. And so he did. <laughs> when I asked why he said I was uh, when I asked why he said I told him to. And now he will see if I'm really on birth control. I cut him off for five weeks. No text calls, smoke signals, absolutely nothing. Then one day. My nipples hurt so bad that I cried real tears and I just knew my monthly wasn't coming. I took a test at his house and it was positive. For the next two weeks, I told him I was excited and nervous, but I wasn't sure what I wanted. He said he was happy for me, but not as excited as I do to his other five. I was hurt. Then he tells me that he made an agreement with his ex-wife to not have any other children or she wouldn't allow him to see theirs. So he told me this going to be a secret but that's why I got two phones. And once the DNA comes back, he'll chip in to avoid child support like he'll do like he does for her. Once the DNA he went comes on to back. Child DNA test. Um, he went on to what? tell me parts of the si- child. He went on to tell me parts of the city I can't live in and that he wouldn't live with me. So his kids can still come over without his ex mm. finding out about my baby. So I told him my baby will have my last name, to which he cussed me out, saying that his baby needs his last name. That made no sense to me to have my kid in the same last name as other kids and an ex-wife that can't know anything of their existence. Fuck no, I wanted to kill this nigga. I said I'll raise it myself and he can tell my baby the truth once they're old enough. But he said that he will never tell my baby the truth and he'd be okay with no contact with my kid so he can still have his, him in his life. What? For a few weeks, I thought about everything, the lonely and sleepless nights, the secrets, the money, my family, the fact that I know he's a shitty father and barely has time and decided I can't have this man's baby. Now he calls and texts me nonstop saying that he has rights to his kid. I'm a murderer. I'm irresponsible, calling me an immature young bitch, wishing death on me during the procedure and all kinds of things. I haven't told my mom because she will for sure put me out on my ass. The sad part is I want my baby, but I cannot deal with this nigga for the next 18 years. I know the abortion is the right choice for me, but I'm scared. The first one was five weeks, and this will be closer to 13. Was I wrong for changing my mind? Am I really going to hell? Do y'all think I'm not handling responsibility by making a choice to not be another single young black mother? Am I overanalyzing the situation and the fact that he's the worst boyfriend? He said that relationship has nothing to do with the baby, but but am I wrong for thinking it has a lot to do with the child? Am I wrong for thinking of the first unplanned pregnancy as a huge reason to not continue a second one? Nowadays, it's normal to have a baby just to have it. And I never wanted to fall under that category because I can't give a child the life it deserves in this stage of my life, especially with his trash ass being involved. With love, Solange. I, I, <laughs> I feel ill-equipped. To answer any of those questions, I, 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 (laughs) wow, this is so much. Okay. This is so so much. To answer your very pointed questions at the end, while Kia gathers. I'm still processing. Her thoughts. I am very, very having, I'm having an emotional response. So this is not, and this is not to shame you or judge you. Oh, no. I just am taking it all in and I am just, give me a moment, please. The story is a lot, sis, but you know that. You know that already. So that that goes without saying. 
but it was said. Um, Solange, first of all, let me let me preface this for everybody listening to this. No matter what your background is or whatever, this is I'm I'm pro choice over here, and you're not gonna make me feel bad otherwise because. Nobody needs to be telling anybody what to be doing with their body. And that's just that on that. So I'm just making that very clear. I'm not speaking for anybody else. But I'm 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 making that clear. Um with that being said, uh I do not think you're wrong for changing your mind. We literally just had an episode about everybody having the right to change their mind. I don't believe in hell. So I'm not I can't answer that. You may believe in it, I don't. And I don't believe that God an all loving a person who we were an entity we were taught is all loving, all knowing, all creating, knowing that you are an imperfect human being is going to eternally damn you for not wanting to raise a child with a monster like this okay first and foremost this man is way too old to be dealing with you when he was dealing with you and that is a clear sign that something is wrong everything you have said about him has been problematic everything i understand there's two sides to every story but nah bruh you lie about kids you say wild shit i don't care what the other side is like you are a terrible human being and that's just I'm going off of everything that was said here. He sounds like a wretched, awful human being. But that age gap right there shows me is a blaring signal that there is something wrong. It's a red flag for me. Because any any person who is that old dealing with a person of that age. I, I just anyway. Um. Do you think I'm not handling responsibility by making a choice to not be another single young black mother? I think that, am I overanalyzing the situation, the fact that he's the worst boyfriend? I really wish you would stop calling him that. Um, and he said that, this, that a relationship has nothing to do with a baby. That is a lie. Because it has a lot to do with it. You have to interact with another human being for the duration of this child's life even past adulthood people think it stops at 18 it does not <laughs> um and there are many rights and things especially when a person says they want to be a parent and so forth and so on there's a lot to deal with i'm not telling you what to do with your body i'm telling you what it is i'm answering your questions you also said you want to have this baby but you said you don't have the you can't equip the baby with the life that they need. There's many options. There is adoption. Um, I would advise you to look into any legality surrounding one of the parents claiming that they want to be in the child's life if the if the other one wants to give the baby up for adoption. Um, but there are options. There are many options. Adoption is not the only one. I would really do some hard meditation and reflection and sit down some intense prayer whatever it is that you need to do sit down and really think about this decision because this is not light at all 
and um, I'm no, Kia nor I will ever be here to tell you what to do with your body. Literally, only you can make that decision, but nobody should shame you for the choice that you make with your own body. I will tell you your relationship with this man is alarming as fuck. It is unhealthy. It is toxic. It is not okay. And I am only telling you this because you came to us with this story. And so it's not unsolicited. This is not a healthy relationship. This is not a judgment on you for being in this relationship. You are 10 years this man's junior. So there are times when he was developed in ways that you were not, which is why it's such a red flag. So for that, I think therapy would be incredible for you right now. And I don't know what your, um, I don't know what your circumstances are or anything, but uh, if you have the, 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 the proper circumstances to be able to look into that, I would do so. Um, I don't know your mother, but I'm hoping that nobody will leave you to go through this completely alone at 23 years old. Please find somebody to help you through this situation as you figure out what you need to do. I think uh, and Kia and I will always be here. For sure. Listen. This is, this is go just ahead, a sis. very, this is a very, um, there's, this is a very complex situation. And mm -hmm. I think my initial reaction uh, was to all of the layers of this. Um, but I think yeah. that it is clear from your letter and the way that you've written it, that you are dealing with a lot of, a lot of uh, judgment. I feel like you're being judged by yeah. this person, this individual, this, this, this boyfriend, I guess, if that's what we're calling him. Um, I, and I feel like, you know, I also well, hear, not? I feel, I feel like you're also <laughs> internally judging yourself. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't feel like anyone should have to make any sort of serious decision from a place of fear and judgment. Mm. I think, I think, and I don't know, I'm, I'm cautious around, um, my comments and what to say, because I believe that faith um, is a very personal relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of times that has been mired by some of the um, conventional practices, uh, the, the way that faith has been practiced in certain religious infrastructure. I'm trying to be really careful about my words here, but um and, and I think that that is also very layered and complex, right? Because I don't, I don't think it's fair to kind of dump all of the problematic issues into one, um, you know, one source, right? There's lots of layers here. We're talking about the way that faith is exercised and expressed in, an, in a very troubled um, and fundamentally flawed, like, social context, right? So, like, the way that we were taught up to be good Christians was under the lens of white supremacy and anti-blackness um, mm. and did not consider a lot of the societal implications of being both black and woman in a world that is uh, that, that leans to and privileges whites and males. So I think that there's lots of layers here and two, 
to and it's hard to kind of en- encapsulate all of the things that I'm thinking into one response. But I will say that um, a, a personal relationship with God um, and if you if I don't know what your faith practices are, but, um, you know, if you are a Christian, if, if you are a Christian who believes in Jesus um, and believe that your salvation is tied to that belief, then you'll know according to what his teachings are, then that is what establishes where you will spend eternity, not whatever practices or sins you commit. So there's no, to, to your question of will this put you in hell, there's no one sin or anything that will put you in hell. We are saved by faith. We are saved uh, through by grace. And this this um, ideology of you know sins sending you to hell is often misconstrued and misinterpreted. So I'm saying all of this um, very carefully and with a lot of anxiety because I'm very cautious <laughs> about whether or not I'm saying <laughs> the wrong things. But uh, I'll say for me, and I won't, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take responsibility for this, whatever the outcome. Um, we, are all, we are all, we have all made choices that we would not have we regret making, we have all done things, have been in situations and I, and uh, God, God knew we were going to make those decisions before we made them and still chose to save us, chose to love us anyway. So there to your, to your question of whether or not this will put you in hell, don't nobody on this earth have a heaven or hell to put you in. So can't nobody send you there if uh, you know, based on how, what they, what they believe based on their judgment of your, uh, behaviors or or your decisions or whatever it is your choices whatever it is you decide to do um, I would caution you and encourage you I mean I'll caution you I would encourage you to like Jay said seek the counsel of someone who you trust to help you really think through this decision it is your decision to make um, because, you know, you are the only one that is going to have to live with whatever the implications of this decision is. So it's not for me or Jade or anybody else to decide. It is literally between you. Well, if it, I was, I don't know, this kind of stuff my mom used to say, this is between you and God. Okay. This is something it that is. you have to come to on your own. And it is something I want, I want you, I, my hope is that you get to a place where you're not making this decision from a place of fear, uh, judgment mm-hmm. or condemnation. Cause that mm-hmm. is not what God's heart is for you. Um, we are, we've all, like I said, we've all been in situations that we wish we weren't in. My prayer mm-hmm. is that you get to, um, get some perspective and get some help so that you can um, start making start making choices that serve you and your future. 
um, and, you know, not anybody else's, not his, not his kids, not his baby mother, Mm. not his wife, Mm. not your mama, not your siblings, not anybody else, yours. This is your life, Mm -hmm. your responsibility, your purpose, your your path. And it is it is up to you to figure out how to do this. And I know it feels heavy and daunting and impossible. And you're looking for someone to tell you what to do. And unfortunately, I don't know that that is the best way forward. Right. I think now is the time for you to learn and figure out what it is that you need in order to make the decision, these, these kinds of life decisions. And, um, I, I apologize. I'm very sorry that you are in this situation. I I don't, um, it is what it is and we can, I don't want you to get mired down and try or beat yourself up for it. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of, you know, this is what it is and how do I move in ways that are going to move me in my life forward. Um, toward whatever it is that you desire. Um, Fully agree. But please, 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 please reevaluate this relationship with this nigga though. Like, aside from whatever you choose to do for yourself with that decision, please, just, please, just think about it. That's, I really am asking for that. We, it's, it's, it's alarming. It is not a healthy situation. You, you want to position yourself, put yourself in the right space and container where you can think and really make the decisions that you need to make. And I just think before you do anything else, it's about getting yourself in a, in a, in a healthy space to do that, if you can, if at yeah. all possible. Yes. So, uh, Solange, um, please keep us updated. And we, we really, really, really do send our love and our support to you because um, this is difficult and we don't wish for anybody to be dealing with this. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yes, we pray your pieces. Uh, we have one more. It's a little shorter. <laughs> um but she said, so I'm, I actually am going to skip the, the, the first paragraph because it's just a little, just a little introduction. Um, she's letting us know that she didn't, wasn't into podcasts and then she found podcasts and she found us and it's been great. And she graduated grad school. So we can't wait to get that email. Love it. And um, she's having a hard time right now with, you know, looking for jobs and things like that because of the pandemic. Um, but she says, how, uh, would you like to give her a pseudonym? I'm so sorry. Sure. Let's call her Benita. Benita. So Benita gave us all of that. I truncated that. Benita says, however, this time was good for me and needed to do the one thing I have never done. Reflect. Okay. I finally got to sit down and ask myself the questions I've never stopped to think about. Like, what am I passionate about? What are my hobbies? Without work and school, do I have a life? Fast forward to now where I'm back do- to doing my journaling, being an avid reader, and found a new love with adult coloring books. Yay! Mm-hmm. Tribe, tribe. Plus, I have a new job, which I'm taking on as a new positive challenge in my life, but I like the work I'm doing. Okay, so she found a job. Throughout all this, you ladies have kept me going and laughing. You bring such realness, humor, and hidden gems with each episode. I would take any advice you ladies offer with building a per 
personal or social life. Oh, well, <laughs> that is an honor. <laughs> I am a 26 year old virgin who's single and has never been in love. With a lot of my friends getting married and having babies, I can't help but wonder if I will truly find happiness and love. I'm also facing criticism for those facts, which I ignore, but can't help but think about. Ladies, I ask that you bring me to the kitchen table and offer wisdom with some humor. Also, I want to say thank you. It's been a blessing and a pleasure listening to you all. So that's from Benita. So Benita is a 26-year-old virgin Mm -hmm. who is single and has never been in love. Um, And she wonders if she will ever... Uh, find those things. Yes, girl. And find that happiness in love. Yeah, girl. Um, with all of her friends. Girl. Girl, yeah. Girl, 26 is nothing to a boss, okay? <laughs> First of nothing. all, it's nothing. You still got plenty of the time, okay? Uh, and baby, I know if. Let me tell you something. Listen. Go ahead, sis. While your peoples is out there getting married and having babies and whatnot, you are sleeping alone in your bed. With peace of you. mind. Okay. okay? <laughs> Lord Jesus. Let me tell you something. I had three niggas get in the bed with me the other night. Okay. My husband, the kid came in, and then the cat. Mm-hmm. And I was squeezed to a corner of space of a bed that I chose with the linens that I picked out in a beautiful quilt set that I also paid for. And I am just telling you to um, cherish treasure. this time. Treasure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, treasure. It's okay. You be at the wedding and be like, okay, well, you know what? If I catch the, the bouquet cute, if I don't, oh, well. <laughs> like, It's okay. The, You're, t- the, the time will come when it's supposed to, if you even want if it to happen. If you want it to happen. Right. And okay, so you, that's another. you talked about mm. how much you value and appreciated the time to sit and reflect and pontificate and wax poetic about your life and your passions, your pursuits, the things that make you happy and fulfill you. And I want you to know that if you were in partnership with somebody, that process would be further complicated. OK. Um, and you would have to. You know, you would still, of course, have time to do it, but it is, it, it, uh, you know, you're, you, the, the life that you are living right now is just optimal for that kind of carrying mm-hmm. on. And mm-hmm. I know it doesn't feel like it because I have been there. I have been 26 and at the wedding with no plus one and all of my friends are married or getting married, or it seems like all of my friends are, get, are married and getting married. Um, and I know what that feeling is like. Um, so I, I, I don't want to invalidate that. Um, I want to acknowledge that I get it. You know, it's not easy. Um, and, and, you know, you're thinking you thought that your life would look different, but you will come. Mm-hmm. You will come to greatly appreciate this time in your life. It is a gift for you to spend time with yourself, get to know yourself, uh, refine yourself, um, just love on yourself. And I know it sounds really cliche, but I'm telling you that as your life progresses, you will come to really, really be grateful for this time in your life to do or not do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not something that people who are 
uh, in marriages or in, you know, committed partnerships or, you know, have the responsibilities of parenthood. Like those are not responsibilities. I mean, those are not uh, privileges that they are often afforded. Um, and as someone who is, you know, hell, a full 10 years older than you, <laughs> uh, full, like a full decade, beloved, fully, um, mm-hmm. and single, right? Unmarried. I think, you know, let me tell you, sis, the grass is not always greener. And I don't, I, I, I've come to know that. I am grateful. You know, if I think about the people who I dated or dealt with when I was 26, mm. I have mm. to lift my hands unto the Lord and thank him for keeping me out hands. of, listen, keeping me out of those situations. I, you will come to trust, uh, you know, the timing of life and know that you have, you will have what you are meant to have when you are meant to have it and mm. not a minute sooner. <laughs> like, Period. Not one minute mm. sooner. Okay. Mm. Um, listen, take this time to, to learn to be in relationship with yourself. It's optimal training for being in a relationship with another person. Facts. And let me tell you what virginity brings you. Peace of listen. mind. You ain't got none of these dirty dick niggas running up inside of you. Lord have mercy. You ain't got to do no yoni steams to clear out. Keeping no up dirty with dick niggas spirits listen. who's been up inside of you. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? You just I'm know. not even going to give you none of that flower bullshit because I don't believe in it. This is It's a delicate flower and you should Child give it to rest. somebody who deserves mm-hmm. it. Yeah, give it to somebody who deserves Like, give it to a few people who deserve it when you want to. <laughs> when you deserve it, okay? The thing when is, so, when you're ready to really receive true. it. <laughs> so. We are living in a time where health is. Mm. Listen, all we have. And there's sometimes. a lot of cheesy dick and niggas out here. You don't want these problems, girl. You Mm-mm. don't want them. You don't. Okay? Mm-mm. And you just will learn. You only get one purse. And you just have a really <laughs> expensive purse. Okay? That's it. You have an expensive okay. purse that everybody doesn't gain access to. You have, And that doesn't That's make it. you better or worse than anybody else. But your purse is expensive. You have, you have been charged. My purse is expensive, too. I have been charged with keeping it safe. Okay. Listen, <laughs> mine is like it's she's she's vintage. She's like, but she you Listen. know she's had a couple run-ins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, every once in a while, I didn't treat her delicately. Listen. I threw a couple power tools up in her, and they, that was not where they were supposed to go. They have their own bag. You know what I'm saying? So treat your purse delicately. Your purse is your purse, girl. It. Put it, it up is. on the top shelf in the closet away from it's not for public display okay mm-hmm. you just keep your purse safe and sacred in the dust bag where it won't be harmed okay that's it and when it and is let me time, tell you it doesn't matter oh yeah go go and go. when it is time for you to pull out your good purse it will be ready mm. it will be prepared sure to do what your purse has been created to do okay Hold stuff. That's it. <laughs> and it will be, all will be well. Your purse will be luxurious, girl. I'm telling you. Okay. And, you- <laughs> and it don't matter how much stuff you put in your purse. It don't matter how many. <laughs> as long as it's stuff that you want inside of. <sighs> Period. So be very, don't be very, um, don't be so hard on yourself. Don't overthink yeah. this. It is what it is. It is just your situation. You don't have, don't compare your life or your circumstances to anyone else's. 
Uh, you pro- and I know that you probably don't believe this, but you ain't the only twenty-six year old virgin out there. You're not. You and if you be if you're thirty, you won't be the only thirty-one, thirty-year-old one. There's a whole movie, forty-year-old virgin. <laughs> and there's I'm, other people. Don't don't <laughs> buy into the hype of all this other stuff, and don't let that hype mm-hmm. pressure you or make you believe or feel like you have to do anything that you don't want to do, may not be ready to do, are not in the position to do. Uh, you know, it. it is. It, this is something that you are able to curate and control, and you have yes. the aptitude and the agency to know what you want and articulate what you want and create conditions for getting what you want. So That's do it. that. Um, and you have you have more tools. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you're an adult. Like you're not 16 and you don't know what to do. With you. You're grown. You know how everything functions and works. Lean into that. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. of it. Don't be ashamed of it. You know. That's it. And your prefrontal cortex is developed <laughs> at this point. You're 26. So you're you good. You're good. You're good. When you're ready to, when you're ready to engage, you oh, will you be, ready. be ready. You're going to be ready to but engage. But in the meantime, I mean, try to get inside the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> for having like the most vibrators ever or something. <laughs> like get your life. Go to bed alone and still busting up. It sounds like, like the best of both worlds, truly. <laughs> <laughs> listen Benita I know that you listen everything is good in the in your neighborhood okay yep. be well and prosper and enjoy your holiday oh, season girl don't, you know everything's listen, good in your and neighborhood don't stress, <laughs> and don't let this stress you girl okay Mm-mm. and don't let nothing Mm-mm. upset you because it is all right girl so what like you said that and I was like oh child please <laughs> okay right. 26 year old virgin say less you gonna have enough time when you start putting mileage on your purse girl it's gonna be plenty of time for you to catch up to the rest of the hoes out here okay sure will period sure will <laughs> it's like people speeding what are you speeding for we both got to the red light and we going, <laughs> like, right, we going to the same place at the same time we're gonna get there at the same time okay like we both so pulled up at the liquor store everybody i was like you doing all that carrying on <laughs> 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 Benita, I hope that's helpful. Um, you know, and whenever you do decide to pull your purse off the shelf, you know, let us know. Let us know how it was. Yeah. <laughs> Take it out your dust bag or keep it in there. Yeah. Whatever, Whatever you, you want. want. Okay, because that's your business. That's your business. <laughs> and you can if you want to, because that's your business. Okay. Yes. Period. Okay. If you want to carry a can of hearts upon me, your purse, you can. Anyway, <laughs> continue to send your Odyssey Box questions <laughs> to get and grow podcast at Woo! gmail.com. We're going to read them in the new we, year. Holy we, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> let's let's move on to our, uh, our self-care. Let's do that right away. <laughs> I deserve a king. I am going to, we already told you all, but I'm going to leave it here and make it super brief. My black woman self-care is that we are taking a beret. Hallelujah, because that's mine too. Joint black women (laughs) self-care is that we are going to take the next few weeks and lay down. Okay? I'm going to lay right down. Listen. Ain't no Patreon. Ain't no getting grown. I mean, a hard stop. Hard stop and i want to give a shout out to my sister crystal jean she sent me a beautiful gift on today to help me to ensure that i won't be doing no work for the rest of the year (laughs) i know she she is ridiculous 
but she has, I mean, this one particular thing is going to be the ultimate necessary distraction. And I'm so very much. Oh my gosh. What? What she send you a switch? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do I know? And I'm oh, going to nigga. be playing the video games. Same. Straight on into 2021. <laughs> oh my God. Me too, nigga. Let me tell you something. Everybody's like, what you get, Noah? Did you get Noah? What you get, Noah, for the holidays? I said, nigga, I got me and Noah, <laughs> an ice cream maker and a switch. Listen. And they was like, what you mean, me, nigga? I got this switch because I'm about to be playing Spirit Fair. I'm about to be playing Mario Kart. I'm playing I'm Animal be, Crossing. It's going to be going down and not in the DMs going to be going down this nigga i am about to get my grown ass life on this switch do you hear me I'm about i can't to play wait i'm games. going to play super mario's it's going to be Ooh, the time it's going of my life i'm truly, excited truly i got the little wheel for you for the for the driving game oh i got to get we one got of them the joystick so we can play we could play I got just to get dance, a wheel dance. for the driving games i didn't know we that got was to a uh the, the controller, the the joint, because I tried to use them little baby ass ones that came with it. And my grown hands, I was getting my the arthritis was acting up in my right <laughs> wrist. So I had to get a big nigga real controller. But like, oh, man, this I'm break, going, we're about to be playing video going games on nigga. to the target <laughs> to get my whole life. OK, can't wait. It's going down. OK, can't wait. I am arrest okay I'm, yes if we could find a way to play games virtually yeah oh, we can be so much we're going fun. to play we can play don't <gasps> we can we can because i think crystal and them play play together all the time crystal and asante they play oh, animal crossing together all the time oh we're coming to each other's islands <laughs> exactly it's gonna be so much and, fun and fran is oh going to play God. too like it's going to be like it's time it's it's fran's it's, black ass says she's getting the switch now i we'll see well, she said she was going to get one, and I was like, oh, she God, did. she's going to have, you know, France, France Island is going to have a whole farm on it. And yeah, you know it is. It's going to have all of the echinacea and manuka honey. As soon as I figure out how to plant some olive, olive trees, <laughs> I'm trying to make my own olive oil on my island. What are y'all talking about? Like bottle and sell so that so we have a joint black woman self-care this week then period we, we hope that you all take some much needed time off um you have the ability to do so because we understand that's also a privilege mm -hmm. but we hope that if you have the ability to do so you take some time to enjoy whoever's around you whether that be yourself your pet your family your whoever is in your household Please don't bring COVID to your Nana. Don't do it. Um, Just get somewhere and sit Atlanta. Down. I don't even know what to say to y'all. So <laughs> with that, we just want you all to have the best self-care uh, that you can possibly have. And we got our last Petty Peeves of live of this year. Minus the reprise. So let's get on over there. Okay. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Uh, I'm going to just close this year out with a bang and give y'all two petty peeves. Oh. <laughs> so, the first one, I'll make it brief. I switched my 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 uh, parents over to my phone plan. 
um, because it just costs less and just makes more money to not be spending all that money. So I put them on my phone plan and in the process of trying to switch them over and all of that, give new people the IMEI numbers and all that shit. I spoke to some really great customer service reps who were able to help me. Um, and then things went left. And somehow I ended up on the phone for four hours with customer service and trying to port my parents' numbers over onto my phone plan. And the very last woman was the one who got the smoke. Not because I was impatient and tired but by that time, but because she talked to me like a fucking idiot. Mm -hmm. She started speaking to me real slow and real long and repeating herself with just like loudly and slow. And so... What she was saying, I was like, let me, okay, let me talk to you the way that you're speaking. Let me speak to you the way you're speaking to me. I was like, everything you're telling me are things that I have already addressed. I was like, so stop fucking repeating yourself to me. That's not going to make the situation any better. I was like, matter of fact, you are the dumbest person I have spoken to today. Congratulations. Like, you are the, the biggest idiot ever. And it was because she did not disclose the steps in which to do something that the next person was asking. Now, I need you to go back to your employee. I'm putting in a formal complaint on this bitch. She's the dumbest person I have spoken to today. And you need to go back and retrain her. Don't talk to me loud and slow when you're the stupid one. That's my first petty peeve. My second petty peeve is for uh, it's a lady at Noah's school who is driving me the fuck crazy with this virtual learning. She has left my child off of three different emails for necessary classes and things or changes that needed to happen. Um, You know, and I'm sure she doesn't care for me very much, and that's just fine. Uh, But I addressed her, and I said, I'm starting to feel like there's a problem here because you keep leaving my kid off of stuff. I was like, so let's figure out what it is. So we go back and forth. And the last thing she sends me is, can you meet at 1.30? Yes, I can. I respond back, you know what? I will make 1.30 work. Never received a follow-up, never received a Zoom link, never received a phone call, of another email, anything, until the next day. And then I received a follow-up email that said, do you still want to meet? Hmm. Don't ask me if I still want to have a meeting when you didn't follow up on the last one. And the reason I know you didn't follow up on the last meeting is because you don't want to smoke. You don't want to talk to me on the phone or on Zoom or wherever because you know I'm not seeing it for your ass. You know I'm not. I've made it very, very clear, and I've made it very clear for you to stop fucking with my kid and stop fucking with my nerves. But don't. So I responded back and I said, let me explain something to you. There's a few things that irritate me greatly and one of those is passive aggressive behavior i literally confirmed with you the meeting time and you never followed up and now you're asking me if i still want to meet that means you don't want to meet with me stop playing with my time long story short we have a meeting on thursday (laughs) and i know this bitch is not looking forward to it but i think that's very passive aggressive don't skip a meeting time that you propose and then ask a person if they still want to meet that's my petty peeve this this week well um mine is probably not as uh direct as that (laughs) um i 
I'm weary of um I had I had a very unpleasant Instacart experience yesterday. Oh no. And um it really just kind of pissed me off. So um I feel like if you know that your job is to do someone else's grocery shopping, that you would take that as seriously as you would take it if you're doing your own grocery shopping. Um, by you being, att- well, I would hope, right? By being attentive to things like expiration dates and like, you know, when you're buying like, you know, meat or produce, just, you know, being intentional about which things that you pick um, because you are being paid to do that for someone else and it's a service, right? So if you don't want to do that, then you should probably drive Uber or, uh, you know, do Uber Eats where you're just bringing people their already prepared foods. But if you are doing something like Instacart, like I would imagine that you would be conscious of the fact that you are doing it maybe for someone who who is not able to do it on their own. So it's maybe not a, not that they're, you know, and I'm able to do my own shopping, but what if I wasn't? What if I was in here incapacitated in some way and needed someone to shop for me? And I would hope that that person would have the same care and concern around, um, you know, picking, you know, foods that are not expired (laughs) um, that they would if they were shopping for themselves. Um, Mm. My Instacart shopper picked a particular piece of salmon, um, from the Wegmans that uh, was expired. Um, what? And, or was like going to expire today or something like, it's like, it's going to expire, you know, I don't know, either way. It, in two hours. In two hours. So, <laughs> um, and they made like a substitute, an unauthorized substitution. There was no, I didn't receive a notification saying that this particular item was not available um you know i asked for a specific kind of product and they didn't see it there so they just legit grabbed the next best thing i guess according to them and just kind of put it in my bag didn't let me know didn't give me the option that instacart provides they didn't do the replacement they didn't do the replacement thing i didn't get any notification that the the item that i was seeking was unavailable so and then you know the way that my my homes are set up the front doors are kind of clustered and so I explicitly say in the directions, how to identify which door is mine. And because I was sitting down here and I could hear, I could hear the lady outside saying, um, it's two doors. I heard her say it. And then I watched her on the camera on my phone. She rang all the doorbells and literally just dropped my food, <laughs> literally just dropped my food in like the middle and rang the doorbells and literally ran away. Oh, that bitch was not trying. She wasn't even trying to do a good job. I was just like, <laughs> she wasn't even, I was just she wasn't drained. Trying. I was so drained. I was so drained. I would feel like if I was driving Instacart, if I was delivering for Instacart, I would just assume that everyone's groceries I was getting was like a little old lady who cannot go to Wegmans on her own. And I wouldn't want, I would be thoughtful about what I would put in this little old lady's basket. But maybe I just have a little bit more. Not even just that. Like, think about your own mother and when she goes to the store. You know your mother went, you ain't gonna get these bruised bananas. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't get that bread. It's smashed. Don't put my egg, don't put stuff on top of my egg. Like, come I mean, on. It is, it's just the level of laziness that I just find deplorable it was just like what kind and i mean this piece first of all it was the smallest like i asked for salmon and i didn't realize like usually it's pre-packaged and you know you could put when i tell you sis it is like first of all it's like this big it's like four ounces of salmon 
So I'm mad at Wegmans for even putting mm-hmm. that in the package. I'm upset with Wegmans. But my thing too. is, you, I know, I know that all the salmon over there didn't look like this. I know, I know. I so know, why know. on earth would you say I'm going? It feels like you intentionally said, "Let me find the smallest piece of salmon over here that I can find." So that's almost about to expire. Right. So my petty peeve is for lazy Instacart people, um, trifling lazy people who just are just hell bent on doing a half ass job. Period. Do something else. If you're not going to do it with pride, nigga, if I could drive for Instacart, I would. I love going to the supermarket, not in a panty. But I love it. I would go right on through there like Mary Poppins, just spoonful of sugar, nigga, sweeping <laughs> everything into the cart. Okay, you'd have the especially best if produce. it's not my money. I'd be like, oh girl, let right. me just ball out till I fall like, out. Let me hook you up. Let me make sure you get the <laughs> nicest things. Let me hook you up. Like I appreciate my Instacart shopper today. This nigga brought me green bananas. I said, you better know that I need these bananas. Exactly. I need to see these bananas riper. This Don't bring is me the no kind spy of, bananas. This is the kind of forethought that is required when you are doing someone else's <laughs> grocery shopping. <laughs> this is what I mean, I'm what on earth will one human being do with this little three ounces worth of salmon that's about to expire? Like, what am I supposed to do with that? You literally take Would a, you put this in your cart? This is what I'm saying. Like, as, you, as an Instacart, as an Instacart driver, I would just admonish you to consider before you put anything in my cart, consider whether or not you would put it in yours. You know what, sis? I, I've seen niggas drink, eat Hot Pockets and drink Mountain Dew in the morning. And so I can only <sighs> assume that it's, you know, there's people like that out there who you just can't trust their judgment. And I'm going to go. And I don't, I mean, I hate to be an angry white woman Yelp reviewer, but I feel like I have right mind to go on back to Instacart and just say, this experience was terrible. Oh, no, I had a nigga bring me an open bag of chips. I complained on that ass quick. <laughs> like, what? Like, I was very much like, how was That this? is lazy. I'm just going to give her zero stars, okay? Zero. Because you're trash. Ooh. Well, that, my friends, so long farewell is another episode of Getting Grown for 2020, Twinkie Twinkie. We thank you all so much. All of the new listeners who found us this year, all of the listeners who have been rocking with us since the beginning, the ones who found us halfway through. We appreciate every single, the ones who who literally listen so that they can go talk shit on Lipstick Alley. We appreciate <laughs> each and every one of you. Every download, every listen, we do not take it for granted. We do not. Um, Sis, tell the people, give them, give, tell them what to do with themselves. We wish you a very healthy, safe, and enjoyable holiday season. And we wish you a, a safe and enjoyable entrance into 2021, wherever you are. May the air be clean and your hands be clean as well. Ooh. Um, we want you, like, like Sis said, thank you so much for all that you do to support us. And support this show. We want you to always remember to mind your business because mm, mm, it's mm. the only thing that pays you. We want you to remember to drink your water because it is essential to life and essential to not having an ashy body, mind, or soul. 
And finally, we want you to moisturize your skin. Otherwise, you're going to be out here looking like Stacey Dash. <laughs> Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Happy Holidays. Mm-hmm. From our houses unto yours. Keep on moving. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> like the hands of. <laughs> <laughs> what a mess. This whole show is a disaster. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Tis the season to be jolly. For who exactly? <laughs> if the most wonderful time of the year actually feels like the most stressful, Sanvelo can help. Sanvelo has everything you need to manage stress and feel better all in one app, including teletherapy, coaching, self-care tools, and a community that gets it. Get free premium and coaching for two weeks by visiting sanvelo.com slash grown. Sanvelo, a place to feel better. Better.